Chapter 4 of Bhagavad Gita. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shweta Marda. Bhagavad Gita. Translated by Sir Edwin Arnold. Chapter 4. Krishna. This deathless yoga, this deep union, I taught Viswatha, the Lord of Light. Viswatha to Manu gave it, he to Ishvaku. He so passed it down the line of all my royal rishis. Then with years the truth grew dim and perished, noble prince. Now once again to thee it is declared, this ancient lore, this mystery supreme, seeing I find thee votary and friend. Thy birth, dear Lord, was in these later days, and bright Viswatha's preceded time. How shall I comprehend this thing thou sayest? From the beginning it was I who taught? Manyfold the renewals of my birth have been Arjun, and of thy births too. But mine I know, and thine thou knowest not. O slayer of thy foes, albeit I be unborn, undying, indestructible, the Lord of all things living, not the less by Maya, by my magic which I stamp on floating nature forms. The primal vast I come and go and come. When righteousness declines, O Bharat, when wickedness is strong, I rise from age to age and take visible shape and move man with men, succoring the good, thrusting the evil back, and setting virtue on her seat again. Who knows the truth touching my birds on earth, and my divine work, when he quits the flesh, puts on its load no more, falls no more down to earthly birth? To me he comes, dear Prince. Many there be who come, from fear set free, from anger, from desire, keeping their hearts fixed upon me, my faithful, purified by sacred flame of knowledge, such as these mix with my being. Whoso worship me, them I exalt, but all men everywhere shall fall into my path. Albeit those souls which seek reward for works, make sacrifice now to the lower gods. I say to thee here, have they their reward, but I am he, made the four castes, and portioned them a place after their qualities and gifts. Ye, I created the reposeful. I that live immortally made all those mortal births, for works soil not my essence, being works wrought uninvolved. Who knows me acting thus unchained by action? Action binds not him. And so perceiving all those saints of old worked, seeking for deliverance, work thou as in the days gone by thy fathers did. Thou sayest perplexed, it had been asked before by singers and by sages, what is act and what is inaction? I will teach thee this, and now, knowing thou shalt learn which work doth save. Needs must one rightly meditate those three, doing, not doing, and undoing. Here thorny and dark the path is, 
He who sees how action may be rest, rest action. He is wisest mid his kind. He hath the truth. He doth well, acting or resting. Freed in all his works from prickings of desire, burned clean in act by the white fire of truth. The wise call that, wi that man wise, and such a one, renouncing fruit of deeds, always content, always self-satisfying, if he works, doth nothing that shall stain his separate soul, which quit of fear and hope, subduing self, rejecting outward impulse, yielding up to body, bodies need nothing save body, dwells sinless amid all sin, with equal calm, taking what may befall, by grief unmoved, unmoved by joy, unenviingly the same in good and evil fortunes, nowise bound by bond of deeds, nay, but of such a one whose crave is gone, whose soul is liberate, whose heart is set on truth, and of such a one whose work he does is work of sacrifice, which passeth purely into ash and smoke, consumed upon altar. All's then God. The sacrifice is Brahma. The ghee and grain are Brahma. The fire is Brahma. And the flesh it eats is Brahma. And on to Brahma attain he, who in such office meditates on Brahma. Some votaries there be who serve the gods with flesh and altar smoke, but others some who, lighting subtler fires, make purer rite with will of worship, of the which be they who, in white flame of continence, consume joys of the sense, delights of ear and eye, foregoing tender speech and sound of song, and they who, kindling fires with torch of truth, burn on a hidden altar-stone the bliss of youth and love, renouncing happiness, and they who lay for offering their, their wealth, their penance, meditation, piety, their steadfast reading of the scrolls, their lore, painfully gained with long austerities, and they who, making silent sacrifice, draw in their breath to feed the flame of thought, and breathe it forth to waft the heart on high, governing the vantage of each entering air, lest one sigh pass which hath helped not the soul, and they who day by day, denying needs, lay life itself upon the altar flame, burning the body van. Lo, all these keep the rite of offering, as if they slew victims, and all thereby efface much sin. Ye, and who feed on the immortal fool left of such sacrifice, to Brahma pass to the unending. But for him that makes no sacrifice, he hath nor part nor lot even in the present world. How should he share another, O thou glory of thy line? In sight of Brahma all these offerings are spread and are accepted. Comprehend that all proceed by act, for knowing this thou shalt be quit of doubt. The sacrifice which knowledge pays is better than great sacrifice or great gifts offered by wealth. Since gifts worth, O oh my prince, lies in the mind which gives, the will that serves, and these are gained by reverence, by strong search, by humble heed of those who see the truth and teach it. Knowing truth, 
thy heart no more will ache with error, for the truth shall show all things subdued to thee, and thou to me. Moreover, son of Pandu, wert thou worst of all wrongdoers, this fair ship of truth should bear thee safe and dry across the sea of thy transgressions. As the kindled flame of feeds on the fuel, till it sinks to ash, so on to ash, Arjuna, on to naught, the flame of knowledge wastes, works, draws away. There is no purer like thereto in all this world, and he who seeketh it shall find it, being grown perfect in himself, believing he receives it when the soul masters itself, and cleaves to truth and comes, possessing knowledge, to the higher peace, the utmost repose. But those untaught and those without full faith, and those who fear are shent, no peace is here or otherwhere, no hope nor happiness for whoso doubts. He that being self-contained hath vanquished doubt, disporting self from service, soul from works, enlightened and emancipate, my prince. Works fetter him no more. Cut then a twin with sword of wisdom, son of Bharat, this doubt that binds thy heartbeats, cleave the bond born of thy ignorance. Be bold and wise. Give thyself to the field with me. Arise. End of chapter 4. Bhagavad Gita. Translated by Sir Edwin Arnold.